Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever or whoever you may be. I'm Alan Arante, and this is the Recluse Podcast. This is episode 50. It's the last of the first season. I've been podcasting for the whole year of 2020, and um, I just kind of want to reflect a little bit on what I've learned and some of what I've experienced in the last year, sort of a renewing of vows, if you will. It's been good. I've had, I think, uh, over 40 interviews. It's like 40 to 45 interviews. Um, There were a few episodes where I was just uh, documenting some of the protests that were going on. At these protests, there's always speeches. I tried to capture some some of those, and I did. Mostly interviews. I'm curious to see how next year goes. I um, think I'm not going to come in too heavy with the podcast for 2021. Um, I kind of want to put my eyes on um, a couple other things, but... Since it's the last day of the year, it's December 31st of 2020, I thought I would just talk about um, the last year a little bit until I uh, send off this last transmission of the year. There are a few guest highlights that I'd just like to bring up, just for the record. Um, it, you know, Some interviews are better than others, of course. Some are very special. Some you're surprised by you can't believe what it's turned into um so i can't measure all the episodes in you know 15 20 minute uh, segments so i'll just uh, bring up a few that when looking over them earlier i thought hmm, maybe i should say something about this i'll start with the first interview jeff de cesare he's huge skateboarder he's a uh, episode two of the podcast he has over a hundred thousand followers now sponsored by a bunch of well-known brands and I just remember that interview and the way I prepared for it and studied for it and had like a hundred questions and uh, tried to think of every way to do it and then after I recorded it I chopped it into tiny pieces and Frankenstein Frankenstein the interview into something that didn't resemble what it actually was Um, and it's funny because I just don't do that anymore trim out little things here and there for interviews little awkward pauses times where we speak over each other for a little too long um so i've just come i've just relaxed so much since then Uh, i got to interview jim bates one of my childhood heroes he he was a pro skater in the early 2000s local uh dude um it was awesome to talk to him to be across from him and to have it clearly on the record once and for all I had interviewed him maybe a year or two before that a couple maybe three years before that with my snowball mic and uh tried to videotape it with my uh iPhone or something or iPad actually and uh didn't come out very good but he was still gracious in it and I still have the books he signed for me um another episode that really stands out to me is um episode 13 that's with Luis Mendez. We had run into each other in downtown Ventura. Um, admittedly, I was walking Main Street. I was trying to find somebody to interview. 
episode 13. And um, I ran into Luis and his friend, this uh, girl he was with. Uh, I just mentioned that we were in front of Burger King on uh, at the aven- at the uh, intersection of the Avenue and um, Main Street. And um, I ran into them and had just mentioned how I was looking for somebody to interview. <laughs> and the girl was like, oh, well, you found the right person. Sort of pointing to Luis because I guess he was a chatterbox. He was really interesting looking. He had a heavy denim jacket, I think. Some kind of jacket on, but no shirt. This medallion, a necklace, um, long hair with gray in it, uh, a beard. Um, He looked like my grandfather. He looked like me, kind of. Um, And uh, we had lunch together and talked. And it was interesting. It was outside. The audio's almost bad. It's, like, pretty bad. You hear the wind blowing into it and stuff like that. Uh, well, you don't hear the wind blowing into it, but you can hear the right on the uh, sidewalk. I mean, you hear the again at the intersection of uh, Main and uh, the Avenue. It's like busy, so it's really loud. Um, but the audio actually turned out okay for having it just be on my iPhone. And between the two of us, um, took photos of him. He uh, went off into these uh, lunacy uh, tangents where he would just talk about his. Uh, what he's seen in the world and it was like biblical and sounded very imaginary but it was very real to him he was uh he obviously had some sort of um mental thing going on he, you know he was homeless and uh what's interesting about that interview is that a few months go by and maybe almost a whole year goes by and uh there's this uh local skate there was a skate protest sort of thing. So it was during the time when there was protests this year in 2020, and there was a skateboard one where you skated all the way from a skate shop all the way to a skate park, you know, a couple miles. We end up at this little skate park, and, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a keen dude, and I noticed this guy at the skate park, like polar opposite of where I'm standing, uh, with like two boxes of beer, 30-packs, two of them just him and his friend (laughs) and i think what the hell like dude maybe i should go get one you know see if he's you know i'll give him five bucks or something venmo him for beer uh his name's melchor and uh i went over there after a little while just kind of watching just kind of eyeing up the scene and uh of course he didn't take my money and just gave me one i ended up having two or three standing there met this new dude so then after that so first I interview Luis months ago. Then I meet this dude months later. A couple months go by after that that I meet uh, Melchor. And I get a comment on that on episode 13 saying, that's my brother. Uh, he just passed away. And it, 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 as it turned out, that was, Mel, that was Luis's brother. So Luis was like 40, 45, Melchor's 30, 30 something like that uh it turned out i had just by chance met melchor luis's brother and i had this audio of luis he had passed away he was a it looks like murder uh he died from a blunt uh trauma to the head and uh you know luis being homeless he wasn't really in deep contact with the family and they didn't have recent pictures of him and maybe 
didn't haven't even talked to him in years. I'm not sure what the situation is, but I had 50 minutes of me talking to this guy for them to hear, and they got to hear it. I took photos of him, and they got to see them. I ended up uh, going to his funeral, or his wake, I should say. And uh, so I, I just felt like I should go. It's during COVID, so, you know, it was sparse. Not sparse, but people, it was outside. People had to be sit far apart. And I went. It was here in Ventura. And I sat in the back. And I was sitting there for a little while, and I heard this sound. Like a radio or something. And I listened long enough, and I realized that it was our interview, because it's published online. And that the family was listening to it at the wake of Luis Talk. His brothers, I think, were listening to it. And it uh, sort of just reminds me it really shook me I in the sense that I know why I'm doing this I know what it means to have that um, interestingly enough episode 14 the next episode so I interviewed Luis episode 13 episode 14 is with my two grandmothers a phone conversation that I recorded um both of them, my mom's mom and my dad's mom. 15-minute conversation each, something like that. And uh, one of the big reasons why I did this uh, podcast in the first place was that I didn't get to record my grandfather talking and hearing him answer my questions. Um, and ever since that happened, I wanted to um, not have that happen again. So I, inter- so I recorded those conversations with my grandfather my grandmothers um and one of them has since passed away my dad's grandmother my my dad's mom i mean you know we didn't spend much time together um estranged basically um but in the last few years i started connecting to that side of the family again and um yet again this audio i got to share with my dad's side of the family, they get to hear my grandma talk, at, you know, just being herself, answering questions, how she is, how, how she would normally do. I'm sold. I'm sold on this. It's, it's fun to to people on the record see them authentically and the way they want to be putting on their best shirt having it chiseled in uh, stone to listen to someday I don't think many people are listening to these things anybody that does is crazy why, why would they care about uh, my questions for people? I think I'm probably going to be one of the only people listening back. Probably my family too. And I hope 
hope I talk enough in it. Hope it's because I know I'm very guest oriented. Um, trying not to talk about myself too much, but since I'm the one who makes this thing, why not uh, talk about myself a little bit during the review? It's a, a year in review, if you will. I uh, also met uh, Chula Chola. Episode 22, I interviewed um, a woman named Chula Chola. She was, had at the time, was uh, featured by Fools Gone Wild, the uh, huge uh, Instagram page. They just got very fi- verified, and they're over a million followers now. Um, and they blasted one of her, her videos of her sort of uh, being joyful and giving advice to whoever's watching, and um, it blew up, and I had gotten in touch with her and wanted to talk about her. She just seemed very special to me. I got in touch with her, and um, she... But we got on the line together, and I um, got to meet her and learned a lot from that. And she's been so awesome. She sends me voice messages all the time now. We send texts back and forth. And, uh, you know, she's she's older than I am, but yet we can connect deeply, I feel like. And, again, just reinforces uh, – it, This is just, it's just one of the fruits. Maybe it's the fruit. Of, of this whole thing that's the fruit that I get from it um, I think maybe before and maybe a lot of other people want the acclaim and whatever social status that comes with being a, a podcaster I'm sure it would make me feel good if I had that but I'm just saying that I've realized how good the real fruit is the stuff I get from doing these things after a month goes by, a year goes by, days go by, um, just feels good to connect with people and to let them be them, their, their self, themselves. Speak the way they want to speak, be who they want to be. And I have so much admiration for the guests. I was interviewed once this year, I think. Once, actually, I was on somebody else's podcast, um, Joey the Hulk of uh, Area 51. No, excuse me, Area 81 podcast. Um, and so it was really interesting to be on that, the other side of the um, table for once, and to be on the hot seat, to have to think quickly, to have to be charming and interesting. It's a lot easier to just ask questions. There's no heat on that, usually. Um been really fun man i got to um cover some of the protests that were going on around here in ventura i recorded some of the uh, speeches um i got to interview some of the activists and leaders who were involved such as uh dark matter collective um i got to talk to jay lynn d bridget i got to talk to this uh, fascinating young girl uh, her name is alexandria she is. Uh, she had just put out her put out her first book, and it's uh, a question and answer sort of text. Um, Sixteen years old, and it was so awesome to hear how articulate and smart and thoughtful and um, kind, and it, it was so cool. So cool. Uh, the last one I'll mention is that uh, I, I got to interview somebody interesting in Ventura County, uh, Pizza Man Dan. He owns a pizza chain out here in Ventura. 
and uh, that was really awesome getting to talk to him because his weird cars are everywhere. You see the uh, pizza everywhere in Ventura. You see the there, there are, I think, seven or eight locations. You, run, you inevitably run into them when you're driving around. That was awesome because uh, that interview took place over two nights over the course of two weeks. The first interview lasted, I think, 30, 35 minutes, and like our connection cut out, and it was very frustrating and embarrassing. There, it was like glitching, and um, I had just said, you know, I'm sorry. Um, can we try next week? I can, you know, s- salvage what we've gotten so far. And he said, yeah. Um, he said, yeah. And uh, and it worked out the second time, too. So I was able to crop up one decent interview. And he was uh, very interesting. He's a very interesting man. It's one of the badges I uh, wear on my vest, having interviewed uh, Pizza Man Dan. Okay, just a couple more things here. Uh, I wrote myself a couple questions, um, just for fun. I write, how far have I come as an as an interviewer and a podcaster? Mm, not far. I haven't gone anywhere. 50 episodes, including this one. A lot of interesting interviews. Not a minute was wasted in this process. I've been, um, I've been developing, of finding guests, arranging a time, producing this show, um, directing it, writing the questions, um, and then getting them on the line and making it as interesting as I can, and making it easy for them. Um, in that respect, I think I've come really far. I remember when I first started worrying so much about a lot of stuff that just doesn't matter like the quality I worried about for I I swear a year try to get everybody's help with audio oh what equipment how should I uh, mix and master um what I do here and there and uh not getting any satisfactory responses uh feeling like I didn't understand what they were saying or that it wasn't enough information so I just started trying to figure it out on my own and I and I believe I did first reason why that's something not to worry about too much is that first of all no one's going to care as much as you no one's going to be looking for every little bump in the mic like you are um like like i used to um and secondly i mean i don't know i feel like i waited so long because of those details that didn't end up even mattering anyway because nobody really listens so it's like why not do something right now that I'm happy with, at least, at least I'm happy with, that's fun, that's worthwhile, and I'll just get better, and that's sort of been my process, so how far have I gotten as an interviewer and podcaster? I don't know. I don't know how much further than day one, but I feel like I'm going upward. I think I'm getting better. What advice would you give to someone who wants to start a podcast? Um, I pretty much answered it. I would say just do what you want. Um, no one's going to care as much as you. Um, give it a shot if you think it's fun. I would say to know why you're doing it. And I only say that because I knew why I started this thing, like I said already. Um, having missed the opportunity with my grandfather, yet getting the opportunity with my grandmothers and 
um, having this on the record to reflect on and to think about and to just wonder about and to be more thoughtful and better for having done it. Um, that's that. That's why I do it. As much as I wanted the acclaim before, and maybe a part of me still does, and to want the attention and to be thought of as somebody interesting and smart, that becomes less and less important. You know, once you're just like, you feel disappointed long enough, oh, I didn't get as, enough likes on this, oh, that wasn't very good. You know, you dis- you feel disappointed long enough and you, you just realize it doesn't really matter too much. So know why you're doing it um, and that will get you through. What do you hope to accomplish next year? Hmm. I don't know. Hopefully get a steady job. Be better every single day. I don't want to waste any more time on my phone or on the couch. When I'm not tired, I should be up doing something. Um, Hope to be a better brother, a better son, a better husband. Healthier and stronger. That's it. Well, I think that's it for now. It's the end of 2020. I'm going to leave us off with um, a message from my good friend, Chula Chula. See you next year. want to say happy new year to you your mama your family everybody in your whole house your own little family may god bless you guys all may 2021 be a big bang for you guys you know with anything that you do my friend anything and everything you do may it always come out good better than what you imagine you know what i mean may god bless you with good health May God bless you with provision, food, um, with everything that you need, my friend. And we will have lunch, me, you, and your mama, and your family. God's willing, because we do need to kick it. You know what I mean? And we got to drink those, what do they call those, mamosa? No, not mamosas. <laughs> those famosas. Because you gotta recognize. I get happy. All right. I love you, my friends. God bless you.